So Jordan, first of all, tell us a bit about this piece that's using this instrument. Well, as you mentioned, it's called City in Color. And it was commissioned by the Toronto Symphony as my first piece uh, that I'm writing for them. And it's about 11-minute long piece. And it's a piece that finds its inspiration in the city environment. Uh, you know, we've there's, there's countless examples across the history of classical music uh, of composers trying to evoke uh, cityscapes, um, you know, sound of traffic, uh, jazzy sort of idioms to create the illusion that we're sort of inside the city. With my piece, I want to I capture something perhaps a little more ineffable. Um, when you think of uh, the time-lapse videos online of cities, uh, streaming lights of traffic, vistas of, of cityscapes, and I want to try to capture this sort of momentum or energy or life force that exists within the city. So, Jordan, you've used this uh, very special and unusual instrument in your piece, the handpan. Can you tell us what it is and, and why you decided to incorporate it into your work? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I think my colleagues here would, would be able to tell you what it is better than, than I would, but uh, I could tell you why I was attracted to it. Yeah, please. Uh, so, I mean, like, like any one of my generation, we come across things on Facebook. <laughs> right, <laughs> our news source. It, our news source. So it just happened to pop up on my news feed, uh, a video of this incredibly mystical instrument, an uh, instrument I've never heard of before, never seen before, and the sound just really took hold of me. And it was actually at the point when I had just started writing City in Color, uh, and, and it was the sound of the piece. I mean, there's a certain metallic warmth, uh, it's sort of an oxymoron, but there's a certain warmth to the metallic quality of sound that it has, mm -hmm. and the instrument creates this sound aura that, that really is, is quite beautiful, and I think, I'm, I'm hoping, will blend quite well with the, the rest of the orchestra. So I think now would be a good time to hear this instrument, and just to describe it for you, it l basically looks like a 1940s rendition of a flying saucer with some divots on the top. Gary, would you do us the honors? I believe yours is uh, tuned for D minor. Yes, this okay. one was handcrafted by the maker, Michael Dragoman. Who's right next to me, but we're going to hear the instrument now. Yeah. Wow, Beautiful. that is gorgeous. Gorgeous, amazing. Wow. So we're here with the instruments maker, the handpan maker, uh, Michael Dragomon. Michael, can you tell us uh, how it's made and if you make them specifically for each person or are they sort of just mass, they're not mass produced, they must be individually made? That's a trade secret. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was first introduced to the instrument about three years ago by Gary Diggins, invited to play at this fundraising event. And he pulled this flying saucer-like instrument out of the bag, and uh, it had this amazing sound. So, my, of course, my first question is, Kerry, where can I get one of these? He said, you can't. And I said, what do you mean I can't? And he said, well, if you had a million dollars, you still couldn't get one. You have to be interviewed over in Switzerland to be put on the waiting list, and then you might get one maybe 10 years from now. So, of course, that wasn't very appealing to me, so I decided, I think I'm going to try and make one. And and my background is a concert piano tuner, and I was trained by one of the best, uh, Ted Samble, who tuned for Glenn Gould. So I thought, how hard can it be, really? Um, but I'll tell you, it was exponentially harder than I thought. So I was really a woodworker, and, and I'd never really worked with metal in that way. So I had to learn about machining metal and metallurgy and all these things, heat-treating processes. So a um, very elaborate system. And then instead of tuning with a tuning hammer like you do in, in a piano, you use a ball-peen hammer. Like hmm. you would hammer a nail into a, into a board. Same kind of technique. And the other thing interesting about the instrument is that each of the notes talks to each other. Mm -hmm. So when you tune one and you change the tension in that note, 
it also affects all the others. So you have to go round and round until you finally get them close enough so they stop interfering with one another. So we have the one that will be performed with the TSO here, and maybe Georgi Vidnov can give us a demonstration of that instrument. 